Hello and welcome to Fans of the Genre 37 for August 8th, 2017. I'm Brian Swanson. I'm Mikey Krieger. And I'm Every Road Has Its Thorns. Is that That's a poison reference, right? It's like a Bret Michaels I'm pretty thing. sure that was a, like... It was a saying before Bret Michaels wrote the song. Yeah, that was an idiom before the <laughs> song. You could have said it right and it would have been a Bret Michaels quote, but now it's just like a, a thing. What do you mean? You didn't use enough of your lower lip. Oh. Like, every road. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I can store. I'm sorry. This is bad. No, no, no. It's staying in. I can redo it if you want, though. It's bad. I disagree. Um, okay. So we're knee deep in the dog days of summer, boys. And it's in Seattle anyway. It's like super stupid hot. And all I want to do is stay inside and play so video games. But it's almost, it's almost too hot to be inside. But it's too hot to be outside. And there's just no middle ground. And it doesn't help that like the sky is just like full of the smoke from the bc wildfires yeah there's like Like, intense wildfires in canada and all the smoke is drifting south to all of western washington it's we got to build the wall to get the snow the smoke out yeah uh, a big wall would definitely stop smoke yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we should make our own smoke that'll get the smoke out of here is that how that works brian yeah just yeah everyone needs to start vaping (laughs) Oh, the vape Vape would counter the smoke? Yeah. I guess, like, water vapor would, like, make dirt particles heavier, and then maybe all the smoke would just come down. Did you read that on the internet? No, I'm just, like, theorizing over here. Armchair scientist over here. Oh. Um, It's sort of a drought because there's no rain, but also because there's no games. (laughs) (laughs) What's the last game Uh, you bought, guys? Oh, I just bought Hollow um, Knight yesterday. Oh yeah, it was that's true. And then before Splatoon that, Tacoma. Yeah, last Splatoon. week. Okay, Tacoma. yeah. I guess it hasn't really been like a super big drought, but like, like there's no like long game, it, right? Like, yeah, it, there's no like big there's no Breath of the Wild yet. There's no yeah. Super Mario Odyssey. Um, it's spoiled it, with a really good it, first half of the year. That's because August 29th, the the number one game of the down. year comes out. Madden. Mario plus Rabbids. Mario plus Madden. Sorry, you, you mispronounced the word Madden 19. Madden. I said 18. Mario plus Rabbids. <laughs> Madden 20. No, the, actually, um, th- that day, there's like a million games coming out. There's like three games coming out or something. No, th- there's way more than that. Um, mm. Pull me, it up, baby. This computer types so fucking loud. I can hear it. Uh, I know that like October, there are... There's like that one day, like the 29th, where the, yeah, the, it's like Mario, Wolfenstein, and Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Yeah. And who who chose these dates? Just freaking. I don't know. You have to wonder, like, failure. If there's like enough marketing data to suggest that each person or each company thinks their game's going to be okay on that date, like, at this at this in 2017, releasing an Assassin's Creed game next to like Mario and a couple of other really big releases. It's almost like putting Assassin's Creed out to die. Like it's I don't almost think... like putting Assassin's the Assassin's Creed movie up against a Star Wars movie. Yes, that's very accurate. I agree. Um, yeah, it's just weird. There's gonna be like, it's like the last couple months have been really slow, but it's gonna come at us like really quickly in a couple weeks. Um, so like, I guess, do y'all know what games you're gonna get? Like, what what's most excited? What what has you most excited? Uh, Mario and Rabbids for sure. I think Mikey is on the same page. Well, with so me Sonic Mania is coming out, I think, next week, and I'm really excited about that. So, um, 
I don't think I've ever like seen a clear explanation for what that game is. Is it? So, it's designed by like a bunch of fan Sonic fans and modders or something. Yeah. So it's people who um, I believe made their own like kind of fan game, and then they uh, made a, like the really good iOS ports of the Sonic games, and they were just kind of mm. like, "Well, you know how to make Sonic games better than we do, so we're gonna let you make an old school ass Sonic game." Um, and it looks really fucking cool. Like I, I'm so excited. Like. It, I have a really weird love-hate relationship with Sonic, but this game just looks like it captures that feeling of those uh, 90s Genesis Sonic games. So um, yeah, I'm really excited um, to get into that, especially as like a Switch game. I feel like that's a perfect platform for that. Sure. I, sure. Uh, I used to be really into Sonic. I used to play the Sonic Advance games on the Game Boy Advance, mm. and those games were actually like legit very good. And I think... Um, but I've since gone back and tried to play like older 2D Sonic games, and certainly some of the 3D Sonic games like have their fans. But I have not really enjoyed a Sonic game in a long time. But like Raising Chow's and Sonic Adventure 2 Battle was, was like yeah. my shit um, for a while. I can't get a handle for the speed of it. Like the 3D ones are especially tough because like you make one sudden jerk of like left to right with the thumbstick, and like all momentum comes to a to a halt. Yeah, um, um, depending on where you're at, but. I really liked Sonic Colors on Wii. I, I really dug that game. Hmm. I yeah. Part of me wonders. I remember enjoying that too, but I, looking back, I think it's just because I didn't have any other games for the Wii. Oh no! I, I had so oh. many fucking games on the Wii, and I adored that. Hmm. What was the gimmick on that one? So there were these like little sprite figures that gave you different powers. Like one was like for drilling, um, and I can't remember what the other ones were actually right now um but yeah there were like about these little sprite things that um you collected and they gave sonic abilities and then huh. i don't think there was a lot of the like 3d platforming i think it was primarily 2d i, I think it was maybe like little stretches where like you'll go and something that like almost seems a little bit more like a qte than anything than like a full level of like 3d platforming um just like ways to kind of break between different 2D platforming sections. Um, huh. yeah, it was really cool. I remember I actually like, was really impressed by that. It's like, holy shit, they, you know, someone other than Bioware made a good Sonic game in the past decade. Ooh, you might be in, in the minority there that thinks that um, that one Sonic game for the DS is good. The, um, oh, I've, Sonic I've heard, Brotherhood? Yeah, I've heard, like, conflicting things. I actually, I so I, I, we were just talking about Sonic Colors, and I thought we were talking about Sonic and the Secret Rings. Oh, no, no. Which is which is not a very good game. No, that game, um, yeah. I'm looking at, at the list of every Sonic game that came out for the Wii, and there was Sonic and the Black Knight, which nope. was like, yeah, let's just give Sonic a sword. Um, there was that Shadow of the Game where they just gave Shadow a gun. Yeah. 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 I, was, I, I miss early 2000s. Cooler than Sonic. Hey, have you guys ever loved anything the way Sonic fans love Sonic? No. <laughs> That's like Kanye, Kanye levels. Yeah, I've never loved anything that much. Maybe like pizza, but yeah. I don't think I'd make like DeviantArt pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Roads the Hedgehog, can that be the album art for this? Yeah, well, I've tried that because I have such a unique name that I can't find a hedgehog like me. Um, for those unfamiliar, if you like Google your name plus the hedgehog, chances are you're going to find some uh, Sonic OCs do not steal of uh, people on the internet who like making custom Sonic characters. I searched uh, up Rose the Hedgehog with your 
correct yeah. name spelling and nothing really popped up. And That's what I'm saying. Up roads as in like the physical um, yeah. thing that you walk your horse on and uh, it's just a picture of a hedgehog as yeah. a car approaches. Yeah, I see that one too. Um, let's just look up Mikey the Hedgehog because you know that some like My Chemical Romance Ooh, the first fan, one's really good. The fan who loved Mikey Way from um, that band. Yeah, Mikey, you got some good hedgehog fan art on there. Yeah. yeah uh, there's one that I thought, I was like, oh, this one's really cool, but it says Michael the Hedgehog. Oh, yeah, I see that one. It's the fourth one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that third one, that, like, orange and black. Yeah. With, like, all okay, these, like, supersonic turn. level. Yeah. Cyborg supersonic with some chest hair. Yeah, that's me. I like... Okay, so there's, like, a recurring oh. Brian the Hedgehog. It's, like, a red hedgehog with green hair. With, like, oh, yeah, green that's spikes. My, uh... That guy that comes up a lot. Brian, is that your OC? That's my deviant art. Wow. wow. My pseudonym is Callie Messer. Okay. Where's that come from? <laughs> uh, I don't want to talk about it. Okay, fair. Okay, so if we go Lucas the Hedgehog, because my first name's Lucas, you know there will definitely be... Oh, my, yeah. One of my first memories of our, our dear friend Brooks is him confronting me when I made the, the door decoration for, for your door with, with your... With the name on my roster yeah. of yours on it, and it said Lucas. What's your Christian yeah. name? Brooks approached me very. It's a Christian <laughs> name. Our friend Brooks approached me very close and said, "You need to change Rhodes's door deck." He probably because thought he's not Lucas. He probably thought that I was going to be like offended or something, but he did. He does have this way about him sometimes where he like wants to make sure that his friends are going to be okay, and he doesn't want to get them involved. He just wants to handle it. It's like a very motherly thing to do. We love you, Brooks. We love you, Brooks. It's been a long time, man. Uh, I, I have lunch with him every couple weeks. He's a good dude. Good. There's a good Lucas the Hedgehog that's like gray with big red shoes and like a green jacket and like short hair and gloves. You're um, going to be the good one. I actually kind of like, I'm okay with it. Um, Are you talking about the one with the gun with the 46 on his shirt? No, I just sent it. Okay. Although oh, no, the, I'm not no, good with I, this one. I don't get yeah. that head. I know it's weird though, right? So you, you saw the one that I sent that was under Lucas the Hedgehog, right? I like that the, one. The MS Paint RIP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's also one that just says, no, he isn't gay. Which <laughs> is pretty funny. <laughs> That's like, it. Nailed it. Imagine, be, imagine being such like a Sonic fan that you create your own character, but you're so homophobic that you don't want anyone to think that he's gay. <laughs> oh, you boy. don't want yourself to think that oh, either. Here's right. one. Uh, Big Breasted Female Sonic Bass by Alex Axis. Where, can you that, link that one, please? Yeah. Uh, for of course. Wow. Uh, this was mm. under my searches for uh, Lucas the Hedgehog, by the way. Oh, okay. Oh, I found this. this ooh, ooh, this is a saucy one. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, but, okay. Uh, again, like, made in MS Paint. Yeah. Not bad, though. Um, no, not bad. Okay, well, that's our weekly trip down Sonic the Hedgehog land. Yeah, can, can, we talk, can we talk about real quick like how weird the concept of supersonic is because like it's never like explicitly like a thing like you need to go through so many fucking hoops to like get to that point mm-hmm. that like I think I've only ever actually like become supersonic in something that wasn't like a scripted scene like once yeah so I have a question is if if Lucas the Hedgehog wants to go super does he go supersonic Lucas or is he Super Lucas? Super Lucas. Okay, so it's not like 
a super state is what it is. Yeah. yeah. So super is the modifying uh, mm-hmm. adjective. And then you it's just... It's a reoccurring technique in this Okay. Series. So it's not like Super Saiyan where like you can yeah, be Super Saiyan It's like Goku Super Shadow. Or, okay. Well, it's similar like because the transformation is for an elite few that can undergo when exposed to vast uh, amounts of chaos energy. Yeah. Uh, it's actually Chaos. <laughs> it's, it's not. <laughs> it's Chaos energy, actually. Um, that's what my brother told me. I mean, no, yeah, look up Super Shadow the Hedgehog. Do they give a shadow blonde? Oh yeah, but he's and he's got his like red stripes still. Hmm. Oh, there it is. I don't like this. That's, that's an edgy boy. Hey, we could. Oh, the super tails apparently. Oh my god, what? We that's could be, be like for Krillin a while. going Super Saiyan. I'm not okay with that. Well, Krillin's not a Saiyan. I know, yeah, but and Fox t- Miles Tails Prower isn't a hedgehog, so we can't go super. He's already yellow. Oh. Um. Okay. Y'all, this is nuts. Um, this must be really good audio for everyone. I know, there was a lot. Of, uh, staying on this really quickly, there was a lot of really dumb fan art in the '90s of uh, Videl Gohan's love interest in Dragon Ball Z going Super Saiyan, and it didn't make sense. And I got really mad. You uh, got really anyways. mad. Anyways, that's fair. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Mikey's excited for that Sonic game where he gets to create his own character. Yep. That's a different Sonic game. Yeah, not right. Sonic uh, Mania. That's Sonic. Like not Heroes, because yeah. <laughs> that's no, already that a game. game is called. Sonic Forces. Yeah, they're running out of like heroic sounding nouns. They're <laughs> gonna like start making. They're running out of Sonic games. The next one's gonna be like Sonic sandwiches, and it's gonna be like a cooking. So it's crazy. Well, that... Sonic's already a fast food restaurant, so why don't they just put Sonic yeah. behind the drive-through window? So it's really crazy. You gotta sell those ideas. It's yeah. crazy that it took two decades for them to think Sonic Boom. Like those mm-hmm. games are oh, <laughs> oh, bad. Yeah, they, but like yeah, the name is right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? It's it's okay. amazing that it took so long for Knuckles to understand gender roles. What? Yeah that did he, that was a weird that was weird that um, the writer was like proud of himself for getting to write like feminist stuff in a kids TV show. And, and he I'm, like, like yeah, he it was like definition of self owned because like a bunch of women saw it and was like uh screw this guy because yeah. it was i don't know it's just so silly it's really awkward yeah um what else are you excited for because i am not going to play a sonic game in the year of our lord 2017 in this the year of luigi it's still the year of luigi it's still the year of heart. luigi yeah i don't know fall there's gonna be more weeks to talk about what's coming up what have we played this week have you guys ever played path of exile or heard of it you probably I, haven't played it what? just no. got pcs I've heard of it. I've never played it. So it's a spiritual successor to Diablo 2, um, the, the popular dungeon crawling game that most people, I'm sure, are aware of at this point, de- developed by Blizzard. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. Like it, It's got a lot of customization. Um, the, how it works is you pick a character um, that starts on on a certain point on like essentially what is like a, a, just one humongous skill tree. And what I think really makes the game really cool is that like all six of the character classes, I think there are six, um, just start at different places on the skill tree and you can like play like a marauder, like a two handed uh, weapon wielding, you know, warrior um, and build your character toward the archer. And then eventually like this marauder is an archer or a mage or whatever. Oh, um, I have. So it's pretty dope. It's yeah. I'm not sure if you ever played salt and sanctuary, but that kind of has a similar skill tree. 
Does it? Like a, a little bit, yeah. Where like, I think it might be somewhat like the inverse, where like, um, somewhere like a third of the way into the center is where they all start, and then they all kind of branch out, and they have like mm. a lot of different nodes in between, and like a few in the center. Like, it, it was really neat, and that like. I'll talk about the game later, but I've been playing a game that reminds me a lot of Salt and Sanctuary. It makes me want to pick it back up. Look how stupidly big this, this skill tree is. I mean, this is bad it's, radio, it's, but like, it's massive. Yeah, there, there's uh, dozens and dozens and dozens of nodes, and it's... Oh my god. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. yeah. I'm never playing this video game. No, it actually reminds me of the Sphere Grid in Final Fantasy X. Yes, um, that's a good way of describing it. Um, which is not terrible. You probably start really, really zoomed in, and then you get to kind of like branch off however you want and like yeah uh, and there, there's definitely so, like so, an audience yeah. set like this is what they're into mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. not i don't think what Rhodes and i are into so does totally. it does it play like pretty much exactly like a diablo uh pretty similar right like there's a lot of clicking like and using skills on enemies like you have like potions like in diablo where you like press press like one through five to uh regenerate mana or health and uh the sort of the other like interesting piece to it is that skill tree is all passive abilities for the most part um i think it's actually all passive abilities period um and the way you get skills is you find these gems on the ground and essentially all of your gear is socketed so you can put the gems in your gear and then you get like uh attack abilities or defensive abilities or what have you Mm -hmm. um and so that makes it a lot different from diablo because in diablo you would be like specking into things uh most of the time specking into like actual activated skills but in path of exile you're just using these gems that also level up so it there's a lot of intricacy to it um and my friends like to play on the hardcore like mode where if your character dies then it's game over well if your character dies they're knocked out of the hardcore league and put into the standard league where they hmm. can you can continue to play it but you're not hardcore anymore and so there's like a really interesting twitch following of like talented streamers who try to play it for as long and as, as far as they can get before dying. And some of these people are like, just, they just keep going. It's hmm. pretty wild. Interesting. Uh, I've heard people a lot like of really great things about it. So guy. Yeah. And you've also been playing WoW. Wow. A lot of WoW. 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 What's, what's wow. new in WoW? Wow. Uh, my friends and I raid uh, twice a week and oh, okay. we, do the dungeon stuff. I don't I'm know. I'm sure like, I've asked you, but like, are the raids different every every week, or like, are you repeating content to get better gear? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of content repeating. Um, yeah. Like, we haven't finished the 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 newest raid, mm-hmm. so like, that's I don't know, exciting. I think I was trying to explain to it a little bit last week when we were playing some PUBG, but it's like it's it's a really interesting experience, like playing cooperatively with like ten to twenty people. Yeah, you, you were know? talking about that. Um, and you're saying that like very few games offer that sort of entertainment or that sort of experience outside Definitely of MMOs. MMOs. Yeah. Yeah. But like outside of that, like I, I can't think of a game that does like 20, 20 person PVE. Um, and so it's, it's really cool to like be able to coordinate that. Like last week we were, we we're on the final boss of this raid and we didn't end up beating him, but we were trying it for two hours. And so, yeah, it was really interesting, you know, adapting our strategies and trying to figure out, you know, what the weak link was in our group. Um, so we'll do hey, it at some point. Did you um did you meet all these folks like uh, through high school or like do, are there some people that you met online that you regularly play with? 
Um, so for the most part, everyone in uh, my guild is someone like that went to high school with or college with. Okay. Um, and then like my brothers plays with us. Yeah. Um, and um, a couple folks are like friends of friends, which are kind of like you know I met you online and I'm, I'll never meet you in real life kind of thing. Totally. But we kind of keep the group pretty small. And yeah. The fact that the raids are now 10, 10 person is it lends itself to that. Yeah. I was just you thinking like. We could if, mm. if you wanted to get us a WoW subscription. But I was thinking, like, uh, the one time I've done something similar, similar to that is um, not even to the same scale, but I was mentioning it when we were playing PUBG, was, uh, like, the one time I completed a raid in Destiny. And mm-hmm. it was through... <laughs> so the PlayStation 4 offers um, communities for certain interests. And uh, I joined a community that was focused around... Um, Matt Lees and Quentin Smith's uh, YouTube series or channel called Cool Ghosts. And uh, right. I joined that community and someone was just like, hey, I'm going to hop on this raid later. Does anyone want to join? And something that's totally out of character for me, I just like agreed to do it because I wanted, I was playing Destiny and I would like reached a wall where I couldn't really do much more unless I did raids. And I don't have mm-hmm. enough friends who play regularly to make that happen. So right. joined up with a bunch of randos. And because this guy had done it a million times, I was basically just like, they're just holding my hand and letting me like experience all the cool stuff without me having to really try. Um, but like, yeah. I imagine that it's a lot more fun when you've got like friends and you're trying to figure out the best methods to do it before you know how to do everything. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of like that. And then it, it, it's kind of funny too, um, as you experience what we call or what's called power creep. And that's like when you get better gear um, and then return to that old content that's scaled to a much lower level than, where you're currently at and so yeah. like there's a raid that came out when the legion expansion came out that we spent you know weeks clearing and uh now we can go back to it and essentially do it with our eyes closed sure and some of those intricate and hardest bosses uh become some of the just like you know easiest like things to overcome yeah but that's really interesting well that was my zen game so that's why i play it so much yeah Cool. Um, speaking of playing with people, Mikey, you and I were at a little party last night. Yeah. And we, uh, we played a bunch of Mario Kart. It was my first time playing Mario Kart 8 ever. Um, yeah, I was there too. Yeah, Mikey, or it was really cool having Brian and Mikey in the same room with me and playing video games. And uh, Brian, you really suck at Mario Kart. Uh, that's very true. <laughs> yep. Mario Kart's really fun. I, yeah. I it's, it's really fun to like play with a bunch of people. Um, and especially with this one, in comparison to the ones that I've been playing recently, like whenever I go down to visit Grace's family, we will invariably end up playing uh, Double Dash. And that game I don't think is very good or as good as like other Mario Kart games. They all sort of play very similarly. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're okay, it's also not fair because we're using the Wii and they're using component cables and there's... A, massive oh, input yeah, layer that we can't seem to get rid of that's a um, fucking nightmare so one it looks like but and two there's like a huge delay between anything we do but but you gotta um, play it yeah but what's cool about um eight from what i saw is like just having all of those courses in front of you there's like what eight cups and then four courses within each of those so like uh, 32 maps there are 12 cups okay so the there's DLC. a lot yeah so what? What is that? Forty-eight. Yep. Forty-eight courses. That's insane. Yeah. Um, and, and just like being able gorgeous to, and 
Yeah, even though like the the most impressive thing for me was like going back to an SNES course that they um like updated for yeah, this game the and like see the that, yeah. yeah and seeing how they interpret like oh yeah the SNES there was like puddles on this one and there's like weird little jumps and they had like these rainbow colored blocks and like how do they ma- like make that modern for a switch and it's it's pretty cool um and surprisingly playing with the Joy-Con didn't suck as much as I thought it would like yeah, no, on its side I I made the assumption that like and I made the assumption because I've played video games with your wife before and she's not <laughs> you know a pro gamer like us pl- right she doesn't play as much as all yeah she's no, just not so, as familiar with controllers so yeah like I suggested her taking the pro controller but um mm-hmm. Rhodes greedily took it for himself um <laughs> and so her her and I played with the joy cons while Rhodes is using the pro controller and she kicked her ass that that first round. Uh, yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah, she was really good. And then I, yeah, <laughs> I uh, took off the motion controls, and then I was like, okay, here's why I'm not playing great. Because like I, oh yeah, like and admittedly, I played like 40 hours in the first like weekend that that game came out. Mm-hmm. Like I was like glued to it, um, and like I had most of the um, trophies on 200 CC. Like, yeah, but uh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, after you disabled motion controls, you kicked our ass for like four or five. Yeah. No, and it, races it, it, it was still row. a lot of fun. And actually, like, yeah. Uh, Brandon, I w- God, I was so pissed. Like, he like almost beat me. Like, like there, yeah. there, were f- like it wasn't totally like lopsided. There were a few rounds that was like really stinking close. But uh, yeah, no, like the the way that like because you hadn't played any modern Mario Kart, is that right? Like, uh, I played the Wii when I was dating a girl who had it. Ooh. And then, yeah. Um, um, but yeah. But I never like, really got into them. Yeah. Like, and like you picked it up, played it like, you know, instantly. Like my roommate Evan, yep. who's the worst at video games and hadn't played Mario Kart 8 at all. Like he yeah. picked up a Joy-Con and like immediately took first, his first race. Like, yep. yep. Um, and I think even on like 150 CC, like the, the way that that game like allows people to be competitive and you know yeah without really having much experience like it it's just like I, it's just pure fun yeah i will say the one person who like really stunk up the joy was brian and like yeah. brian just could not get a handle of the controls and like it's true it actually became kind of like a nuisance where like the three of us would finish a race and you like the controller or like the game takes over your controls and we'd be waiting there for like two minutes while brian was like driving backwards before. And I was blaming the Joy-Con with the nub in the middle, and then I realized I had the other one. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you can realize your, your mistakes, but it was really frustrating for a little bit and made me rethink this whole podcast. I actually had to leave. Like, <laughs> yeah. We kicked you out. Rhodes asked me to leave my. It wasn't apartment. even my apartment, exactly, yeah. Um, you're a good sport about it, though. Um, so thanks for that. And thanks for bringing a bunch of beer yeah, and then not taking good. it with you. Anyway, yeah, um, um, Mario Kart is really friends. fun to play. It is fun to like. It is great that everyone can just pick it up and know how to play. I think yeah. it's part of our cultural video game lexicon that everyone just sort of knows how to play yeah, Mario well, Kart. It's, it's three buttons. I'm not part of that. Whatever, like, Brian. Like there's gas, there's the jump slash drift button, and then there's the throw your items button, and then it's steering, and if you if you're if you're really pro, you know how to do the um, hop to, to drift, Boost. and then make your sparks go all purple yeah. and go go very fast. The elite gaming strategies. Yeah. Um, we also played some more party games, and we busted yep. out the Jackbox Party Pack and played some Quiplash. Um, yeah, which is still a very fun and great game. Yeah, which um, I believe like yes. that's 
we talked about that a lot like when we started the pod yeah um, yeah yeah yeah. like still, still still super good i still recommend it like I, grace was saying last night that it's the one thing that we'll, we do with both of our families that will get everyone sitting around a tv and paying attention yeah same with my um, family like yeah. my family doesn't really do games at all but like everyone's like like oh like oh, oh mikey did you bring that one game yeah yeah like because like all <laughs> yeah. you need is like a phone to insert your answers and um like we figured out that like my 13 year old little brother is like the most like insanely graphic and inappropriate uh yeah. quiplash player <laughs> yeah like, um waypoint actually ran a piece today about um a jackbox game called drawful and i think the point was mostly about how it allows for creative and witty responses and the author made a direct comparison between that and cards against humanity which i, I don't know what, how do you guys feel about cards against humanity has that game so is it still I fun just, for you or is it like kind of soured over the last couple of years i think it's just kind of boring like i feel like there isn't yeah. really a combination that's gonna like make me laugh anymore yeah or at least as much as the person who's never played it. So, and that that's exactly there's it. diminishing like, returns for cards. I think, yeah, yeah. Like at, at post like Quiplash and because Quiplash is really like their straight like Cards Against Humanity uh, analog for the Jackbox games, where sure. Drawful's their uh, Pictionary mm-hmm. equivalent. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like where Quiplash, where it's you're given a prompt and then like you just type in whatever answer. It's like getting uh, like a a wild card and cards. Uh, cards against humanity like every time Mm -hmm. um so being able to like really be expressive and creative um in a way that cards against humanity doesn't allow like because cards against humanity is largely like luck based in terms of like what you draw because like sometimes you will get like a perfect pairing where it's like oh shit i can't beat that and like yeah yeah these games like are definitely more about like like a more comprehensive uh like creativity and wit and humor yeah mm-hmm. and that's a double-edged sword because if you're playing with really or people that share <laughs> a similar sense of humor as you and yeah. who are quick on their feet or like go to the same mental places that you do that can be a really fun experience but if you're playing with people you've never met or people who who aren't funny who aren't funny um yeah, it can be kind of deflating. There's a couple yeah. moments. Some of my answers last night, I will say, were not funny. Yeah. Um, but it was mostly like a pressure thing. But like, there was one that you and I were doing that like I was trying so hard not to keep laughing after I'd already moved on that I kept on just like giggling to myself, and I can't remember <laughs> what it was. <laughs> I don't know. I wish I could remember, but like it was something that was clearly aimed for like a you and me audience, and I think you were you and I were the only ones that were laughing at it. Um, but it sucks when like there's just like two or three rounds where no one's laughing and everyone yeah. like can't figure out how to pick an answer. Cause they're not funny. Yeah. Yeah. And, or like someone just doesn't want to like kind of go to the next level and they're just a little too safe with their answers sometimes. Like I'm not saying be like an, an edgy, edgy boy, but no, like, but here's the thing. Sometimes the safe thing is to be super edgy and just like cuss and get really offensive. Like, yeah. Um, and I think that's really unfortunate because like some of the best answers in games like that are like, plays on words or plays on concepts or like mm-hmm. well you know a, a lot of people to be funny go for shock value and they go for like sex or like they say like dick or butts and we did our fair share of that oh but i feel like right. it was usually like i i remember grounded the, in something remember the one joke that like made me like keel over and it was yours yeah. where um 
And it actually sucked because I had the answer going up against yours where it's like, what's the worst thing for uh, somebody in HR to be wearing? Um, oh, yeah. I, and I think this. my answer was like a Borat, <laughs> like Borat swimsuit. And yours was yeah. a T-shirt that says, my other T-shirt is a gun. Yeah. And I <laughs> fucking lost it. And I was like, well, yeah. I, I got no points this round. And that's, yeah. that's okay because I was bested. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's what that's what I was thinking of, too. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, oh, you're on, um, good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, anyway. I'll sometimes, like, kind of play off the room, too, and play off the inside jokes oh, yeah. of the, like, yeah. of the round, and those definitely can, like, be really good. And yeah. that, that's why... That, that works well. That's why every yeah. other answer of mine, playing with Rhodes, was uh, your dad's ass. Sure, yep. Your dad's ass. And maybe that's not fair to say that other people in the room weren't funny, but, uh, like... No, th- um, there's definitely like, like me, you, Evan, Grace, and Brandon all have overlapping humor in a way sure. that we didn't with the rest of everybody. Um, yeah, which which happens. So it's almost like, not fair. Yeah, to like, them. Yeah, yeah. Like I, especially like when I used to play, because um, like back with my old roommates, um, we used to play all the time. It's like I knew exactly how to make those people laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and our, our other roommate. Um, we knew his, his sense of humor and were not super into it because mm-hmm. it's just like, because it, it is just shock value and like trying to throw the, the most graphic words and situations into it. Um, and we're just yeah. like, dicks. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. cool. Good job. Yeah. Don't you, I feel like the worst feeling in the world of that game is when someone outs themselves with just like a, yep. Just like a flat joke. Yep. Because, and you just know who it is. Yeah. And yeah. You just kind of ignore it. Yeah. Yeah. The new slogan for Taco Bell is, and then someone's just like, think outside the tortilla, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, okay. okay, yeah, good mm-hmm. one. Um, yeah, Anyways. still, those games are great. Yeah. Um, Mikey, what else have you been playing? Uh, I just, as I mentioned earlier, I bought Hollow Knight yesterday because mm-hmm. it was on sale on Steam. Um, I played it for a little bit and I really, really liked it. Uh, it's a kind of don't say Metroidvania. It, it is that um, with a like kind of black and white, like really kind of cutesy, like grim aesthetic. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, would it, you, it's, would it's you the use the kind. words Tim Burton to describe it? Uh, it it's, it's not wrong. Um, yeah, it, it definitely I feel has a lot more like kind of just general charm about it, like not where it's sure. trying to be like like an edgy charm it's just like like that's just the world you're in like it's kind of yeah. it's mm-hmm. kind of like a uh like it kind of feels like you're in an afterlife almost like i don't okay i, I don't have the entire like kind of plot like figured out like i'm running around trying to like piece it together and mm-hmm. i've heard people describe it as a souls like um and i i think i'm trying to entertain the story in the way that you would a souls game where like i'm trying to like really like piece things together and I don't mm-hmm. think it's as like deep as I'm wanting it to be, um, hmm. but souls ish, if you will. Yeah, like, I, I'm I'm getting to the po- I'm trying to figure out the point where like it's like oh yeah this is a souls like is it's it's like I haven't gotten to like a real like difficulty curve with it yet and it doesn't have the like uh oh your currency and your experience are the same thing and it doesn't have yeah. the like bonfire system so I'm not sure what people were kind of grasping at that with, but, um, no, it's, it's yeah, cause it, like when I hear souls, like I think like a couple of things that it could be right. Like it could be intensely difficult and it's all about repetitious attacks on the same level or 
one common thing with souls like is like your currency and experience go away after you die and you can retrieve it like yeah. is it is it like yeah. a souls like like that or is it more about the exploration and i like narrative aspects like, I, i'm really trying to piece together why people are making those comparisons like hmm. like and i'm i'm not trying to like make it a humble brag but i haven't died yet um yeah. which therefore like <laughs> that doesn't speak to the difficulty of a souls game and I don't yeah. know if it has that kind of retrieval me- uh, mechanic with. Uh, oh, because you haven't died yet. That makes sense. Yeah, but like, <laughs> yeah, it. I, I haven't got to the point where it's like, oh, this is really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, so it's an action platformer, and those are like my shit. So this is super up my alley. But like, in the way that Salt and Sanctuary, like that is a fucking uh, Souls-like game because it's tough as nails. It's all about like memorizing patterns and like taking your time and um, being patient. And then mm-hmm. th- that also does have the, the bonfire mechanic and it has the um, your currency and your experience are the same thing and you have to go retrieve it. Like it's basically just a 2D Dark Souls. Um, and that's why I adored that game. And yeah, I'm trying to figure out why people were kind of putting Hollow Knight in the same breath, but I really like it. I just downloaded an update and I think I lost my save file. Um, <laughs> I was only like an hour. Sad boy. Yeah, I was only like an hour and a half into it. So I'm not super it's not like i lost like eight hours of progress or anything but still though that kind of sucks yeah but but i'm after yesterday i'm like super into mario kart so i might just go back and play some more mario kart which is fine with me well there there you go yeah um i haven't really played much we you know for the listeners it's only been a couple days since we last recorded so like tacoma's still on my mind i haven't restarted that like i said i would but i've been playing uh battlegrounds with you guys and yeah um a lot of solo runs and i feel like i'm slowly getting better uh i had a really good top five moment the other day um i'm reaching the point i think that a lot of people did in the first couple weeks of their playing where like it's getting really deflating to keep playing over and over again and not succeed but then that will just force me to change my play style and just get better i think um sure but like I'm getting mad more than I thought I would when I when I don't do well. Uh, yeah. It's more just like kind of frustrating. But Do you know how many hours you've put in? Uh I don't trust what Steam says cuz I know that I'd let I let it idle for a little bit, but I'd say around like 20 something. Okay, yeah. I, yeah. I was around like 35 I think when I got my first. Yeah. Um it's it says a lot that this is a game that not only do I enjoy playing, but I also enjoy other people playing and like watching other people play because like i was gonna play with you mikey and uh evan and your friend morgan who i'd say is becoming an online friend of mine i don't know Um, but uh and i like watched your little like steam stream of it and that's really fun to watch but then also like waypoints breakfast and battlegrounds is still something that i kind of tune into in the background while i'm at work and they had a fantastic run today. Um, yeah, I've been I don't know to if y'all saw on Twitter, but um, it was like, but like I, it was a slow day at work, and I usually don't have time to like give attention to that sort of stuff. But today, I just sort of let it play in the corner of my window while I was doing other stuff, and uh, it was a fantastic run. It was super, super good. Um, but yeah, that's uh, all I've really been playing. Um, I haven't gone back to Fallout to do the mod stuff like I said I would either. I just haven't had a lot of time to play games. Um, but I did, I have been like seeing movies and watching TV and one thing that I wanted to shout out is something that I, I know I like and I know Mikey likes is uh, the Wet Hot American Summer Netflix series. Brian, sure. are, you, are you familiar with this at all? 
familiar, but haven't watched it. Okay. Have you ever seen the movie? No. Okay. So for those that aren't aware, uh, Wet Hot American Summer was a movie that came out like 16 years ago. Um, it's got like a bunch bunch of comedians like Paul Rudd, Amy Poehler, Elizabeth Banks, Joe Trulio, um, and many Bradley Cooper was like one of his first starring roles. But it's like a low budget comedy that's like super self aware. It's very satirical. Yeah, um, and it's about like kids, quote unquote, who are at summer camp and they're all played by adults. And it's, so, it's super fucking. So, they're they're sixteen in the movie, and then like a year or two ago, they brought it back as for a prequel where they're like twenty years older, but playing or they're they're yeah, like so, doing the first day of camp. So the original movie yeah. came out in ninety nine when they were all yeah. probably like eight to ten years too old to be these like camp yeah. counselors, and then yeah, they brought Prob- it back yeah. like eighteen years later, where like it's a prequel, so they're like yep. three months younger than they were in the movie while being almost two decades older. Yeah. Uh, and like, w- without ever really like, like, it, it's just like part of it's like, yeah, it's these, part of the joke. These 40 yeah, year olds no are ever, playing 15 right. year olds. Yeah. And like, yeah, nobody bats an eye. Yep. <laughs> so then they brought it back this summer for uh, 10 years later. So it makes it, they're like in their twenties now instead of their teens. Um, but they're still just like way too old to be in their twenties. Um, and there's a lot of really, really great jokes. And I think one of the hallmarks of David Wayne's style that he sort of developed over the years is like really long. So like a character will do something for a very long time, like awkwardly. Like you'll watch someone like if someone like is handing someone a secret in a, in a letter, you'll sit through there and watch them fumble with the paper and open it up for like five seconds and they pull out the paper and it's folded like a million times. So they have to keep unfolding it and stuff. There's just like really great little takes like that. And then I don't know, it's sort of like hot rod, like where you'll see someone fall down the roll down the hill for like a good two minutes. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it doesn't sound funny when you explain it, but honestly, like if you're, if you've like seen wet hot and you've just never been curious, like never thought it would be up your alley. It's like way better than you think it is. It's not a camp movie. It's like a satirical camp thing. It's super good. And the, the new series, I think first day camp is better, but uh, ten years later is still worth worth your time, um, just because I like seeing all these people on screen together. It's but, hot. Uh, yeah, it is hot and wet and American. So yeah, in the summer. Mm-hmm. That's all I got, though. You guys want to wrap it up? Yeah. Is there anything nice. else? Apparently, Anthony Scaramucci has a podcast. Oh well, we got to wrap this up so I can listen to that. Yeah. Thank you all for listening to fans of the genre uh, the irregular with the release schedule the last couple of weeks sorry about that we'll try to get back to our regular Mondays but we're doing the best we can with busy schedules but uh, if you like what we're doing please rate us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts whatever they decide to call it now it helps us out a lot tell a friend that's the best way to spread the spread the word is to tell a friend that you really like our show I'm on Twitter at Rhodes Clark Mikey where are you at? Uh, Seattle, Washington Cool. Brian, what about you? Uh, I'm at Brian T. Swanson. <laughs> Mikey's at Mikey Krieger. I'm at Rhodes Clark. The show is fans of genre. We're on Facebook. Infinite Dogs is also there. Dot com. It's getting so hot in my recording room that I can't think straight. So Wrap I'm going to say goodbye now. So thanks, goodbye. John Bash. Bye, we love you. Thanks, John Bash, for composing music for us. JohnBash.com. And with I that... I love you more than a boy loves Sonic. Whoa. <laughs> Brian got like he like 
enveloped my mind with that one. He got so close yeah. to his mic. Be sure to check back <laughs> next week for our Sonic ASMR podcast. What would that be? I think it would just be... Um, it'd be a lot of rain. It'd be sounds. City Escape, but... They're like blades like this. But slowed down. Rolling around at the speed <laughs> And then like, just like Follow slowed down versions of... Of, of of sonic rings going off in the background like the bring, have you listened bring. to the eggman song no i like, have not oh, fuck <laughs> it's good he's like trying to get me to play wow with her right now and she's like okay she's like well tell her hitting her head against my thigh we gotta go so brian can play wow with his girlfriend so i don't want i don't <laughs> <laughs> okay goodbye everybody bye bye that was fun